Hang on tight. Fish Talk Radio is about to take you on a fishing adventure. You're about to go places you have even yet to desire and revisit familiar favorites with live on-the-water expert insider tips. Now, sit up straight, pay attention, take notes, and join the party for a blue water, white water, and calm water adventure. Check out fish tips and trips online at fishtalkradio.com. And now, the all-natural attitude adjustment. I am John Hennigan, and you are listening to Fish Talk Radio. We've got a lot of fun planned for today. Uh, we're going to see if we can get in touch with Mark, who has a publication known as the Bass Angler Magazine, I believe. So we're going to cover that. But we also have a very special guest that has called in live and direct from Cabo San Lucas, the marlin capital of the world. I think there's more striped marlin cotton released and in and around Cabo San Lucas than any other place in the world. But that's not the only reason to go there. Jim, are, we, are you on the line? Hi, John. Good afternoon. Well, we appreciate you tuning in, as a matter of fact. And Mark, Mark is, uh, I think he's coming up here real quick, but we're going to get with him. But we have uh, uh, Jim, who owns a, uh, you know, you might just call it a fishing boat in Cabo San Lucas, but it might be a little bit more than that. Do you want to tell us what that is? Well, we like to, uh, I know I call it the baby yacht, because I think once you go over 40 feet, you can stretch the truth and call it a yacht. Uh, we're pleased to have... Uh, uh, waitresses and corporate hostesses on board to make uh, every all your needs taken care of from the fishing and the corporate hosting. Cool. Well, we're going to bring you on in the first or next segment. Right now, we introduce Mark, uh, who's gracious enough to join us today. Uh, Mark, welcome to Fish Talk Radio. Hey, happy to be here. We always love about talking about fishing. Well, <laughs> yeah, we're going to do plenty of that. Yeah, we're going to talk to Cabo San Lucas. We've got, uh, uh, let me see, who else are we talking to today? We've got, oh, if you want to know anything about the fishing line, we got that covered. And we're going to talk uh, also uh, to Jim about uh, a little bit more about Cabo San Lucas when we come back. Uh, but we got, Wonderful. And then, of course, anything and everything anybody wants to know about bass fishing, we got that covered, right? We have that covered. I'm just like an encyclopedia. Okay. Open me up and tear it out. There you go. Okay, we'll do that. Okay, well, we're going to have to take a quick break, but we'll be right back with you for Cork and Fork Radio. We appreciate you tuning in. The Santa Barbara Channel offers some of the most productive sport fishing in the world. Channel Island Sport Fishing offers the most boats to enjoy it. Call 805-382-1612. At Channel Island Sport Fishing, you pick the time and place you want to go. Nearshore halibut, calico bass and rockfish, or fish the Channel Islands for white sea bass and yellowtail. For whale watching and private charters, Channel Island Sport Fishing in Oxnard has clean, modern boats with professional, friendly crews. Make your reservations for a deep-sea adventure by calling 805-382-1612. Clover Pass Resort, Ketchikan, Alaska, is in the heart of the salmon capital of Alaska. Walk a few yards to the dock and throw a line at king, silver, or pink salmon. Just a 90-minute direct flight from Seattle. You can be in your boat fishing the day you arrive. The calm waters at Clover Pass hold schools of salmon as well as halibut and rockfish. Clover Pass offers all-inclusive fishing packages starting under $1,000. For more information, call John at 877-FISHRAP. That's 877 fish 
R-A-P. If you're looking for a magical and unique gift for someone special, look no further than the skies above you. Santa Barbara Soaring specializes in glider rides, making memories that last a lifetime. Experience Santa Barbara, the San Inez Valley, and Central Coast with the silence of soaring. Purchasing a gift certificate is just a couple of clicks away. Visit SantaBarbaraSoaring.com. Pick your ride and the certificate will be sent directly to you just in time for the holidays. Let Santa Barbara Soaring help you provide the gift they'll never forget. Santa Barbara Soaring. Want to make your drive more exciting? It starts with Shell V Power Premium Gasoline. It's Ferrari's choice for improved performance. Shell V Power removes an average of 60% of performance-robbing gunk on intake valves left by low-quality premium gasolines. And it starts with your very first tank. The result is the kind of performance that gives you more excitement behind the wheel. Choose Shell V Power Premium Gasoline today and let the excitement begin. S-A-N-D-O-S is how to spell luxury resort in downtown Cabo San Lucas. Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is the only five-star all-inclusive on the beach next to the marina in Cabo San Lucas. Angler-friendly Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is now an affordable world-class resort with the finest accommodations, food, and location anywhere. Enjoy your Cabo fishing adventure as you never have. Visit Sandos.com and use discount code FISHTALK. Welcome to Fish Talk Radio. I'm John Hennigan in studio, and our co-host today is Mark Lassane from Bass Angler Magazine. Mark, did I get that right? You did. You did. Yeah. They even pronounced it right. You know, a lot of people say lasagna, which is, that's fine, too. Well, it, actually, it looks like lasagna. But, it does. Uh, yeah. But um, it is Bass Angler Magazine. That's the important part. And Mark, I remember seeing running into you at I think at a hall show about three or four years ago, and you had this uh, startup idea of doing a magazine, and, and I thought, well, gosh, good luck, buddy. <laughs> but <laughs> not only you know, it's been a labor of love, and uh, yeah. you know, it's really, really starting to come over, come come together really well. So. Yeah. Well, it's not only if you're still here, uh, from what I understand, and we'll talk a little bit later about how successful it, it's becoming. But right now, I'd like to talk about one of my favorite places, which is Cabo San Lucas. And one of the, you know, the main reason to go to Cabo San Lucas is to go fishing. And Cabo San Lucas has some very luxury resorts, or you can go with, spend a lot less money, or you can just stay in my condo for free, depending on who you are. But if you want to go <laughs> fish, if you want to go fishing, um, and you want to do it right, I'm going to introduce Jim Korczynski. Good Jim, afternoon, John. Give us an hey, idea. Jim. Give us an idea, Jim, about but what what you're doing in Cabo San Lucas, and why are you there? Well, I was a customer of various charter companies uh, for many years, and I decided just to jump feet right into the ocean. So I bought myself a Riviera. It's a 43 footer. I've got an English speaking Mexican crew 
that receive wonderful compliments on TripAdvisor. And uh, we go out about uh, four or five days a week. We're quite busy. And the boat is sort of a hybrid of a fishing boat with a sociability with uh, a wonderful flybridge uh, bed on the front bow and uh, lots of tequila on board. <laughs> well, um, by the way, uh, we have our director of marketing in the studio today, and she's got her microphone in front of her, her headset on, but she refuses to say anything on the radio, but we'll see, maybe. But I was trying to get her to go down uh, on this trip coming up in May, and I think after you get through talking about what you're talking about, she's probably going to go. Okay. All right, Jim. Flights right now. Okay, Jim. Give us an idea. Uh, uh, first of all, um, let's talk about your boat. Then let's talk about Cabo. Well, the um, the boat's got two uh, cat engines. Uh, we just rebuilt the engines this year. Uh, pan equipment, um, and I've been using uh, Willie. I, I don't know how to say it. Willie Booger lures. Is that right? Well, out of Florida. Out of Florida. Yeah. And uh, we've been having great success with some of them. Uh, the boat went out today. We got one marlin, which is uh, a little on the low side. But uh, as, of course, you know, in the summer, uh, you can release up to 15 marlin easy in, in Cabo. Mm-hmm. Wow. And, again, you're allowed to keep, you're allowed to kill one a day, but nobody does that anymore. It used to be, I, used I, to be you'd bring yeah, them in, you'd kill them and hang them up and take their picture and walk away. But. You know, part of the reason that I th- I personally think that there are more marlin being caught now than there were 20 years ago is because you know people have figured out that if you if you kill them they're not there anymore. I want to learn a way to how to tag my marlin, so uh, I want to see if my friends are going to come back. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of fun, and mm-hmm. uh, if uh, you bring the wife along or a girlfriend, you can always pop into Santa Maria or Chilano Bay and do some snorkeling. We've got the gear on board. So we oh. satisfy a lot of uh, families. And, well, that's a nice benefit. And, you know, you can, you can, I've always said it many times on the radio that Cabo San Lucas, for value, is there's nothing like it in the world for the type of fishing, the accommodations, and what you pay, uh, especially for the charter boats. I mean, you go to Alaska, you go to Costa Rica, you go to California, you go to Hawaii, and they're like, half price out of Cabo because there's a lot of competition and they can operate 360 days a year. But uh, the, the, that one, I don't know if you want to talk about prices or not, but it's a lot, lot less than you'd think that it would be. And how many people can you take? We have a, a recommended max of 10 people for fishing. If you're <laughs> a serious fisherman, we'd like yeah. to have four to five people on the boat. Yeah. And, but we got, like I said, we got a lot of families, a lot mm-hmm. of couples that go fishing. Today, today we had four couples on the boat, so it was eight people. And uh, the boat is legally rated for 15 people for cruising and snorkeling. Mm-hmm. And uh, d- depending on the time of year on the water, um, we like to get up at uh, push off at six o'clock, and we have an eight-hour cruise, and we have a $1,600 rate. Uh, plus bait and license, and I'm sure if they mention Fish Talk Radio, we can give them a preferred rate. Wow. Well, you know, a lot of places you'd pay that much for a boat that's, you know, in value. Well, it might be smaller than that, but the you know, value is probably a third of that. Uh, Actually, so, John, here's the special. Here's mm-hmm. the Fish Talk Radio special. Okay. You book one eight-hour trip. Yeah. And I'll throw in a sunset cruise 
within seven days of your fishing charter for free. Wow, what a great idea! And so you could take. You said there, you talk about ten people, you know, on the boat, but you you can put ten people just in the salon. Uh, yeah, I'd say more like yeah, six to eight, because you know yeah. a lot of people like to put their mm-hmm. legs out and. Right. Uh, but and we it, just started a new service. I've got Blue Sky Mermaids that come on board. <laughs> okay. And uh, they wear bikinis, and uh, they serve drinks, and it's really good for the corporate hostess. Wow. Ho- hosting, sorry. And so how much is that Sunset Cruise normally run? On my website, it's $650, uh-huh. and that's three hours, and we start at 4 o'clock, and we adjust down to 5 o'clock in the summertime to adjust for the equator. Mm-hmm. And so that would be, so you go out there, and this, this really is a luxury yacht. It's not, it's not just a fishing boat. What do you, what do you think, Mark? Are you ready? I, I'm ready to go, so let's just book it and yeah. get down there. Well, you know what, Mark? I, I know that you're a bass angler, and, you know, there, there are some things in the saltwater down there that, it, at most, of course, you're used to catch and release, but the, I think what you would really enjoy down there is probably the rooster fishing. Oh, I, you know, I've never been rooster fishing. I, you know, I fish for Dorado and mm-hmm. and marlin and tuna and all mm-hmm. that down there in Cabo, which is just tremendous. Well, but I've never been rooster fishing. Well, uh, you know, I'd like to do that one day where they're, you know, where you see the fins going through the surf and yeah. you throw at them. Yeah. I, I just think that would be that would be a rip. It 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 is fun. And Thanks. then uh, bring some of that bass gear down there and see how long it takes you to bring one of those marlin in. Yeah. <laughs> I think I have to upsize the reel a little bit on, <laughs> yeah. for those big marlin. Right. Hey, Jim, how, fa- how fast does that 43-foot boat go? Uh, probably, well, I've, I've just got the engines rebuilt, so we've been told not to go hard on the engines. Uh, but I would say around the 30-knot 30 30 level, 28 knots. Okay. And then uh, like an average, you know, just an average day, how far do you usually run out to catch the fish? I know it varies, but, you know, is we there an average line, usually run yeah, out 15, we, 20 miles? We drop or? lines three miles out and John will attest that it's the aquarium. So uh-huh. as soon as you get past the arch, uh, you start dropping lines. And depending where the, the t- water temperatures are uh, based on the satellites, we, that's in the direction we head. So we could head over to Gordo Banks, uh, Golden Gate. Mm-hmm. The beauty of, of Cabo is you fish all the way to your destination. Mm-hmm. Yes. You're, not, you're not going hard well, for an hour. Well, as, as a matter of fact, uh, the, when we were down there last November, uh, we were catching Dorado, and on the way back in, we stopped to catch some more Dorado and threw a, 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 a live bait in on 50-pound test and hooked a 450-pound blue. Wow. And wow. just didn't expect Wait, I wasn't there when no, that happened. Th- that was, I, that I was must Joe. have been fishing off the that deck was, at that oh, no, time. That, no, that was right before. That was in Cabo before we went to East Cape. Oh, okay. Anyway, it looks like uh, Rob is telling us we got to get out of here. So, Jim, that special one more time is if you go ahead and book it at unreasonably cheap price you go back the next day for a sunset cruise and invite all your friends and neighbors that's correct now you've got a seven-day window okay. to book your sunset no problem so if you can do three three days before three days after okay and uh it's 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 more of the relaxing just let's go kick back by okay. the arch and watch the sunset. all right well we're gonna we're gonna have to go and that's the blue sky is the name of the boat and the website is in 10 seconds BlueSkyFishing.net. BlueSkyFishing.net. Thank you, Jim. And, of course, Mark, you've you been hanging in. We appreciate one, that. And we're going to be posting that, and we'll see if we can get some people down there. Jim, thank you very much. You are listening to Fish Talk Radio.
The Santa Barbara Channel offers some of the most productive sport fishing in the world. Channel Island Sport Fishing offers the most boats to enjoy it. Call 805-382-1612. At Channel Island Sport Fishing, you pick the time and place you want to go. Nearshore halibut, calico bass and rockfish, or fish the Channel Islands for white sea bass and yellowtail. For whale watching and private charters, Channel Island Sport Fishing in Oxnard has clean, modern boats with professional, friendly crews. Make your reservations for a deep-sea adventure by calling 805-382-1612. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and pargo. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. World-class golf, fishing, and diving in the clear, warm waters of the Sea of Cortez with a true five-star resort. The Grand Heritage Hotel and Resort at Costa Baja, great value and without the hustle of other parts of Baja. On the white sand beach with Espirito Santos Island minutes away. Signature restaurants, pools, and accommodations for an intimate weekend, weddings, or corporate events. On the web at Costa Baja Resort. First named La Paz in 1566, the fourth largest municipality in Mexico still has a provincial Mexican atmosphere. On the Sea of Cortez, the most biodiverse body of water in the world, La Paz has year-round world-class fishing. With a rich history of pearls, pirates, and legendary fishing, La Paz in Baja Sur makes for the perfect fishing vacation. Spring in La Paz, you catch Trophy Pargo, Giant Yellowtail, and Sierra. Find more at VivaLaPaz.com. Viva La Paz! It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Vagabundos Del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos Del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. It's all for the rug, the jolly, jolly rug. Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio, and also with us is our Director of Marketing, Karen Solomon, who may or may not uh, join us on the microphone. She's, uh, she's, she's still a little shy. I'm posting things yeah. on Facebook right okay. now. Oh, good. <laughs> but we do have on the line with us, we have Clay Norris. And Clay, if I make a mistake, please correct me. You're the Marketing Manager for Berkeley Fishing Line? That'd be a good way to put it. Maybe better way to put it is the brand product manager because we have a we have marketing folks too. Oh yes, oh yes. Okay, well, whatever we are, we know you know a little bit about fishing line, and our co-host today 
um, is Mark Lassane from Bass Angler Magazine. So, hey, why don't you guys just go after it? Now, line is yeah, such... Yeah, well, we'd be lost without fishing line, uh, unfortunately. Uh. <laughs> yeah, it is, it is sort of that important thing between your rod and the bait, you know. Mm-hmm. It is, it is, you know, and you guys, you guys make a fantastic product. So I, you know, I have some of the new. Uh, I think it's the na- new Nanofill. Oh, I yeah, just know my spinning rods. Mm-hmm. Uh, the new braid. Yeah, it's it's an interesting line, Mark and and John, in that it's made out of the same material that braids are made out of, but we don't braid the stuff. It is a uh, proprietary technology of ours where we where we uh, kind of molecularly fuse the fibers together and shape them into a line that feels more like a monofilament to the touch, but it has all the characteristics of a braid as far as the no-stretch and high-strength per diameter and things like that. Right. Yeah. Well, we, I think last time you on, we mentioned that, but it's so important that I'd like to go over that again. Now, I think the only, the only downside to that line is because of the process which you people are pioneering, you have only reached a point where you can get to a certain test. Uh, what is the maximum test that you're able to produce? Right now it's 17 pounds. That, that's as high as we're able to go with uh, the technology that we have. Mm-hmm. And, but, you know, if you're bass fishing, what, what test would you like, Mark? Well, 17 is good. You know, I mean, we go up to, you know, 65 and 80 pound when we're, you know, like we're punching and throwing frogs and stuff. But for, for most purposes in uh, bass fishing, 17 pound and below is, mm-hmm. is perfect. And then, um, of course, the good thing about that is that, in, you know, in, you, put, uh, you put this line on and you can have, uh, what is it, probably about maybe 25, 30% the diameter of a, of a mono? Yeah, it's significantly less, and it was really pioneered for spinning reels. I mean, that, that was the vision of it, and uh, casting distance and, and uh, better lure activity and so forth. But the 17, the 14, and maybe the 12 have at least enough diameter. that The only issue of using it on a bait caster is it's so thin and so round that it can dig into itself a little bit in the mm-hmm. smaller sizes. And we recommend a small arbor, um, you know, mm-hmm. uh, low-profile reel if you're going to use the 14 or the 17 on a baitcaster, something like uh, the Abu Garcia Revo series or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then a spinning rod, which is becoming more and more popular now also. Yes. Yeah, spinning mm-hmm. is really the design of the line because, you know, Mark's right, the braids... The conventional braids in a 40, 50, 65-pound test are the right diameters to stack well on most uh, baitcast reels. And, that's, and then, you know, you've got plenty of um, girth on them to cut through the weeds and so forth. And so we have those products. Like we have one called Trilene Braid, which is ideal for that situation. But for spinning reels, there's really nothing better than this line, I think. Yeah, I think what, you know, a lot of people don't realize, you know, especially if they're not bass fishing much, is that, you know, you put mono or, or fluorocarbon line on your spinning rod and you use it for the day and then pretty soon you're opening your bale and, you know, it's all flying off your reel and it's all tangled up. And, you know, when you use the, when you use the nanofill, at the end of the day, the line's still nice and limp and you don't have that, that big tangle problem like you would, mm-hmm. you know, with the other lines, you know, I, I know constantly, you know, in, in years past when your line would get all, all messed up and you have to mm-hmm. open up your bale and you let out 100 yards of line and drag it behind the boat for 10 minutes and then reel it back in and you were good for a little while and then at the end of the day you had to do that again. And 
um, you know, this new line has really, really changed all that. So if guys haven't tried it, you know, I would really recommend, you know, get just buy a spool, put it on your spinning rod, and really try it out. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, I think well, you'd be let me, amazed. Let me just a, a quick, uh, I guess it's a question for the two of you, <clears throat> is I, you know, I don't do a lot of bass fishing or spinning uh, reel fishing, but I, I know that when you're using a spinning rod and the bale is closed, and, you know, if you're, if you're cranking, but uh, your fish is big enough that you're not taking any line. As you as you turn the bale, every time that goes around, it puts a, it puts a, a, a one twist in the line. So it doesn't take a whole lot exactly. to get a bunch of those yep. curlies in the line. And would this line take care of that problem? It you know Mark was saying in his experience it does, and mine too. The the remarkable thing about it is, you know, the twist is going to happen on the line no matter what kind of line you use, but. Mm-hmm. Monofilaments and fluorocarbons um, store that energy. It's kind of like when we were kids, or I remember it anyway, the little balsa wood airplanes, and you would put a, a you rubber, know, rubber band. band on mm-hmm. it. Right. Okay. And it takes that twist, 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 and then the twist undoes. Well, nanofill would be a bad choice for a, a balsa wood airplane because oh. you would twist it and it just stays there. Uh-huh. It doesn't untwist. Hmm. You know, I hadn't thought about that part of it, but that's why I like doing this show. I keep learning so much all the time. Yeah, essentially it lasts, you know, it, it's probably ten times better than monofilament. Like uh, like Clay was saying, it still twists up. So, uh, you know, after you used it for, uh, you know, for, for me, if I'm going fishing every day, you know, after five or six days, I would maybe open it up and drag it behind the boat a little mm-hmm. bit versus, you know, two or three times a day with your conventional line. Okay. Now, if you wouldn't mind, Clay, let's just kind of take a whirlwind tour of fishing lines. Okay. And one of the things I'd like to start with is that, you know, we're talking about fishing in Baja. And, you know, by the time you buy your airplane ticket and you charter a boat and, you know, you hook the fish of a lifetime and something bad happens, um, it doesn't make a bit of difference what you paid for that line or that gear if it didn't work. Right, and if there's a problem, you know, and you could take it back, and it cost you a thousand dollars, you might do it. But so it's not a matter of price; it's a matter of getting the best possible value. And of course, your line may not be the cheapest, but it's not that really expensive. But give us an idea about the difference between a, maybe, let's just say, an inexpensive line and something that Berkeley makes. What's the differences? Yeah. Well. You know, you take the category of monofilament. It's all made out of nylon, but that would be like saying a tire is all made out of rubber, you know, and and are you going to buy a a good brand, you know, like a Michelin or whatever, or are you going to buy some cheap brand you'd never heard of before? Um, There's a lot of differences in that rubber and the way they engineer it and all that. Well, it's the same thing with our nylon fishing lines, is that we put great care in the production of them. They're all made here in the United States under our quality control um, our, 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 for example, our trilene big game, we've been making it for 20 years. Um, it's, it's kind of a staple in the marketplace, very reliable. We, we never get any complaints on trilene big game. Um, it does what it says it's going to do, and, it, and it's a good value, too. It's a premium line, but it's a, it's a very good value. Mm-hmm. And, and then we have a step up from that now called ProSpec, which a lot of the California, Bob Hoos, our, our kind of field services manager out there, has done a great job of seeding it with the top captains, getting them to test it. And, and we did that in the development. We wanted to have a premium one, so we call it ProSpec for a reason. As we took it to those captains, we had them put it through the rigors of fishing, 
uh, they told us it needs to do a little more of this or a little less that or whatever, and we made those adjustments. And uh, so we have a premium, a super premium version. It's a little bit higher strength per diameter than a big game. Um, and, um, you know, it, very supple, where big game does have a little bit more spool memory than a pro spec would. But like I said, it's a, it's a workhorse. Big game is very mm-hmm. reliable line. Well, Berkeley is, is brand manager. You've got a lot of brands under your control. Mm-hmm. Uh, and without going into much detail, because we've only got about a minute or two, uh, let's just say if, if there's any, any other varieties or types of things that, that we want to pay attention to, obviously, especially in saltwater, fluorocarbon is becoming very popular. Yeah. And, then, and then, of course, the nanofill or the micro braid. Um, and things are, it's, it's almost like uh, the Internet. You know, <laughs> the things are changing so fast. Technology is changing so fast that you guys are coming up with this really incredible stuff. Yeah, we're trying. I mean, you know, it, line, we started out the conversation. It's that link between your reel, your rod, and, and the bait itself. And, mm-hmm. and uh, we are always trying to improve it. And, but in the end, it's a string. You know, it's, a, it's something that connects one thing to another. So we're always trying to push the envelope a little bit to uh, have it be more reliable. And, and with all the changes, we're trying to follow all the changes in fishing techniques and, and rod designs and reel designs and everything else and 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 these you know specialty lines in many cases do a better job with those combinations. Well, you actually because of what you're doing with the fishing line, you've changed the way the fishing reels are made. Yeah, it's kind of a yin and a yang. There, you're absolutely right. There's there's different things that go back and forth. Uh, you know, uh, Mark can talk to this. The fluorocarbon revolution in serious bass fishing is a is a huge phenomenon, isn't it, Mark? It, it yeah, it's just crazy the way uh, you know. I, I mean, I probably use fluorocarbon for seventy percent of my bass fishing now. Hmm. You know, okay. if, it's, if it needs to go underwater and you need a low stretch and mm-hmm. um, high abrasion resistance, you know, then fluorocarbon's usually the line that you there use. You well, it looks like we're going to have to end this segment because uh, our brakes are automated. We don't have much choice, <laughs> and uh, Mark is going to stay with us. But is there a real quick website or anything that you would like to mention, Clay, as far as getting in touch with for more information from what you're doing? Yeah, thank you. Uh, just go to berkeley-fishing.com, um, and almost if you Google fishing line, we're yeah. going to pop up as one of the top. But, it, but take a look at that. We've refreshed it, and it really looks good. It, yeah, and just whatever you've got, it's there. We really appreciate that, Clay. We're going to have to go thanks, do some Clay. field testing on, your, on some of that line with you. Sounds great. Okay, thanks, buddy. Okay, Mark, you stay there. You are listening to... Fish Talk Radio. Go visit us on Facebook. And it looks like we're going to be giving some, maybe a sunset trip away or maybe more. Be right back. The Santa Barbara Channel offers some of the most productive sport fishing in the world. Channel Island Sport Fishing offers the most boats to enjoy it. Call 805-382-1612. At Channel Island Sport Fishing, you pick the time and place you want to go. Nearshore halibut, calico bass and rockfish, or fish the Channel Islands for white sea bass and yellowtail. For whale watching and private charters, Channel Island Sport Fishing in Oxnard has clean, modern boats with professional, friendly crews. Make your reservations for a deep-sea adventure by calling 805-382-1612. 
The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. Set on the magnificent Sea of Cortez, the Grand Heritage Resort and Spa at Marina Costa Baja is the first five-star resort in La Paz, Baja South. Overlooking a 250-slip marina and white sand beaches, enjoy two signature restaurants, a world-class destination for fishing or diving. Enjoy five-star elegance in the charming laid-back city of La Paz. Dock your boat and enjoy the Marina Village. Visit on the web at CostaBajaResort.com. S-A-N-D-O-S is how to spell luxury resort in downtown Cabo San Lucas. Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is the only five-star all-inclusive on the beach next to the marina in Cabo San Lucas. Angler-friendly Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is now an affordable world-class resort with the finest accommodations, food, and location anywhere. Enjoy your Cabo fishing adventure as you never have. Visit Sandos.com and use discount code FISHTALK. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. It's time for San Diego's number one show, the 38th annual Fred Alt Show. The ultimate outdoor experience March 27th to the 30th at the Del Mar Fairgrounds. San Diego's biggest boat show, biggest fishing show, biggest outdoor recreation event of the year. Discover fishing, boating, travel, camping, hunting, fly fishing, and total outdoor adventure. A full day of family fun. Kids free, kids fish free, military free. The Fred Hall Show, March 27th to the 30th at the Del Mar Fairgrounds. It's a whale of a show. Details at FredHall.com. Cutthroat Northern Pike, Largemouth, Speckled Trout, Dorado, Coho, Flyingfish, Walleye, Bonefish, Sunfish, Codfish, Monkfish, Shark, Barracuda. Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. I'm John Hennigan in studio, and our co-host today is Mark Lassane from Bass Angler Magazine. We were just talking with uh, the Mark, the brand director, Clay, from Berkeley Fishing Line. You know, so much fun to learn stuff, isn't it? Oh, my God. You know what? I could probably talk to that guy for hours and hours about just about fishing line. And, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it's one of those things that you really take for granted. You know, you got fishing line on your rod, you tie a lure on the end of it, and you throw it out, and, you know, and that's it. You, you don't really think about it that much. But, you know, when you if you really kind of back-engineer this thing, every almost every different technique in bass fishing requires a different size and different type line. So. Well, well, there's a lot of them that work, but uh, well, you know what? Yeah, you can. I mean, you could tie a piece of string on there and tie a lure on the end, and it will work. Uh-huh. But it, but it won't. You know, it won't function correctly, or you know, and and you know, with that piece of string, if you lose that big giant fish that you have on, uh, that string is no good. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's the the whole the whole idea. You know, I mean, we call it fishing, but really, we want to be catching. Well, just a quick so question, it, talking about fishing line. 
a lot of time when you're fishing for bass, you're looking through weeds and twigs, and sometimes you have to hook them and then pull them out of that stuff. Uh, exactly. And, and you know, we could we mm-hmm. could talk for hours about all the different types of line, but uh, you know, depending on the technique that we're we're doing, one one is called when we're using big line. There's two really basic techniques that we're going to use this big giant like 60 or 80 pound braid, you know, in bass fishing. So you're using 60 pound line to pull out a four pound fish. It's, it seems overkill, but it's really not. So because we're fishing in wood and stumps and trees and and moss and all this stuff where, you know, where you catch a four-pound fish and you're pulling up 15 pounds of, of junk and you really need to be able to get that fish. So we're, what we're using is braided line because it has no stretch it's in a small diameter, cuts through the weeds, and you you need to really go in and get them. So that's well, you know. Yeah, I was just going to mention that you actually can use it. Be, you know, the uh, uh, I don't the things have changed a little bit, but the the braided line it's it's kind of like uh, dental floss, I guess. In that, from my understanding, it, you know, if you've got the time and patience and in the right line, you could cut through steel bars with that stuff. Yeah. I've never tried that, but yeah. I, I can imagine. I yeah. can imagine you, so you, you might. Bake, you, bake, uh, you bake some into a cake, huh? Yeah, yeah, you know. So, you know, there's a, there's so many different, and braid is, braid is one of those lines that's really evolved. You know, you used to use it, and it would go through your guides, and it would make this noise, you know, uh-huh. kind of like running rope. And now they have this braid that has this really nice tight weave, and they put a special coating on it. You know, it's way more expensive, but, but it is it is much, much better. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's the, those techniques you use the big line for punching and throwing hey, frogs. Mark? Yes. We've been talking about fishing line and a lot of different things, but your magazine is called Bass Angler Magazine. So it may, is. maybe we should talk a little bit about bass. We can do that. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> well, you know what? The, the spring issue just came out, and this, this issue has 30 great how to bass fishing articles. So really, if you want to learn how to catch bass this spring and learn how to do it the right way, unbiased opinion from, you know, like 20-something different professional anglers, Bass Angler is the, is the one. I mean, I can, I can just go over a couple little things. What you'll see in here is three or four times what you'd get in any other magazine. And by design, we do that because we're a how-to Bass Fisher magazine. We're not mm-hmm. a tournament magazine, and we're not a news uh, news magazine. We're we're here to help you catch fish. So we have uh, you know punching articles, uh, post spawn, pre spawn. Uh, you know we have a, a thing called in the mind of a co angler. You know what it's like in the back of a boat. What are you going to be thinking about? Uh, springtime jerk baits with Mike McClellan. Night fishing. Aaron Martins. You know he's. A, he was a Bassmaster Angler of the Year last year. Twelve ways to locate and catch spring bass. We have docks uh, catching spotted bass with Cody Meyer, and that's you know that's only about fifteen percent of what this magazine has. So, really, we have a lot of great stuff. And you know, I mean, tooting my own horn, but this is really a great book, and and guys well, are going to you know love for it. for this time of the year. Why don't you give us some tips? Well, you know, this time this time of the year, depending on what part of the country you're in, hopefully you're not frozen over because uh, I my boat just doesn't go on that ice very well. Uh, you know, the fish are the fish are moving up. They're moving up on the flats and on the ditches that are close to the flats. So you're going to be looking for these creeks that are running in. You know, with the little ditches and the flats, these fish want to spawn. They want to get up there, lay their eggs, and make babies. 
So that's you know that's the key this time of year. So that's what you're looking for is these flats, these places where these fish can move up in these protected areas and spawn. So before that happens, you're going to be using jerk baits and jigs and you know spinner baits, fast moving baits because these fish are moving up and they're hungry. They want to eat, build up, you know, get some protein and uh, you know build up so they can go through the rigors of spawn. Mm-hmm. Uh, once the spawn starts happening, a lot of guys like to sight fish for them. You get up shallow and you can see these fish. And so are they, a, are, know, they in, of, are they in rock beds close to shore? You know what? They, they are on a, you would look for a hard bottom. So what they do is they take their tail and they fan, they fan the, the dirt on the bottom to make a nice little area. So usually it makes it pretty easy to see because it'll be a big dark, dark floor on the lake bottom and you'll see a, uh, like a light fanned out spot and then you'll see a bass in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. And that, that fish is spawning. Okay. So, well, a bunch you... of different ways to catch them. You know, mm-hmm. we talk about that in the magazine. We have uh, actually a, a sight fishing article with Scott Martin from Florida. Okay. Well, a, a couple so. of quick questions uh, on bass. If, you know, I'm, I'm, if you're not an expert, now bass will strike because they're protecting the nest, because they're hungry, because they're mad, or give us an idea. If you if you know there's one there, uh, what what are you trying to do to get it to strike? Well, usually when I'm catching a, a sight fish, it's because I'm in a tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, they can fish for them uh, here and there. If you catch one, I usually let it, let it go right away. Those fish are in there, and they're protecting their nest because there's bluegill and carp and other, you know, salamanders, things going in there trying to eat those eggs, and these oh. bass are trying to get get you out of their nest. Okay. So when, the, when they're in there, they actually have already laid their eggs, and they're kind of protecting the eggs? Is that what you're saying? Well, you know, there's there's different stages. First, the male goes in there and cleans the place out, and then then is looking for mama to come in, lay the eggs, and the bass will fertilize the eggs. Mm-hmm. So there's uh, there's stages. You know, the the male will be sitting in the in the nest waiting for mama to come by, and then mama comes by, and then they're both there for a little while, and then mama leaves, and the guy stays there and and kind of raises the young, if you might say, for uh, you know a week or so, mm-hmm. and then protects those bass when they start to hatch. Then once they've once they've hatched and they're uh, call them uh, uh, fry or little fingerlings, that that usually that male will eat a few of them, and then those little ones they take off when mm-hmm. it starts happening. Hey, Mark, so, you, you, something yeah. else I just want to cover real quickly. Uh, I know that part of the success that you've had uh, is using social media, and I'm wondering if people that are listening how they can use that to their advantage. Uh, you know, social media has just been been crazy we have a, a little over 50,000 on our bass angler facebook page and wow. you know i mean our 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 goal here with social media is to is to promote the magazine help anglers promote themselves and, and teach people a little bit about uh bass fishing so and there's a there's a whole key to to social media and, and generally i'm talking about facebook they have their they have a bunch of algorithms and it keeps changing so you just you kind of have to uh, be cautious um, some things you want to know when when you're posting on social media. If you're a, a angler trying to promote yourself, or you're just trying to um, you know promote a company, you want to always, always, always post a picture. Never do a post without a picture, ever. That's the first thing. Um, secondly, when you do a post, don't don't put a website in there. Uh, very, or very rarely add a website. Tag you can tag other people on Facebook works fine, but when you put a when you put a website in there, Facebook sees that and they really cut your traffic down. Oh, 
So uh, you know, and it's a it's a whole this whole big game about how you do it, and then you have to you want to use uh, short, catchy phrases. So those are you know those are some keys to using social media. Mm-hmm. Some things I you know I've learned. I, you know I haven't studied it, but I've just been doing it and doing it and doing it. It's it's really working well for us. I mean, I enjoy social media. I probably spend I don't know twenty minutes, thirty minutes a day on it. Not not too much. So, but but always use a picture. Don't promote very often. Don't put web links. Um, and you know, well, and, like, and well, catchy. of course, of course, now videos. You say pictures, but now videos are becoming very popular. Videos are very popular. You know, I I, uh, I posted a video up on my Facebook page. Oh, uh, like about a month ago, I was just mm-hmm. doing a little sample. I think I did one of uh, Joe Thomas talking about fishing, and it got about a hundred thousand people saw it. <laughs> so you know, between sharing and everybody looking at it, wow. really got a lot. It really, really received a lot mm-hmm. of uh, exposure there. So if someone so, if someone is interested in making themselves famous, and, and they want to go to a website like yours and, and and post something that that they're proud of, and show a picture or even a video is even better. Then it it is even better, you know. And I and I share a lot of posts that people put up, you know, because. These are our fans. These are guys that are reading the magazine and they're putting stuff out there. And you know, and I mean, we want to see them. We we just we love that. And if okay. they put up a video, you know, the best thing to do is to go to somebody's page and share it, okay. right? You, you post on on their page, and then you maybe send them a message. Um, hey, I just post this on your page because if you post it on a page, it doesn't necessarily show on the front page, okay. right? Until that right. company shares your post. Well, speaking of sharing, we're out of time. But if someone okay. if someone wants to go to your Facebook, how do they do that? Just go to Bass Angler Magazine. Uh, go to Facebook, type in Bass Angler Magazine, and we'll come right up. You'll see all our great stuff. And, Perfect. Uh, tells you how to get to the website and everything. Well, it doesn't look like we've got as many as you, but you can also go to Fish Talk Radio uh, website, and we'll see if we can post some stuff there and maybe even put you on there. Yeah, get some, you know what? Put some ideas for the radio show on there, and then... Okay. Uh, You know, next time we're on, that's what we'll talk about. Thank you, Mark. We appreciate you coming through for us. You're listening to Fish Talk Radio. Are you ready for a whale-watching adventure? The Santa Barbara Channel is known as one of the best whale-watching areas in the world. Over 27 species of whales, dolphins, and porpoises come here throughout the year, and there's no better way to spend time with these wonderful animals than aboard the high-tech Condor Express. Bring the whole family for an unforgettable whale-watching adventure. The Condor Express is Santa Barbara's premier charter boat for whale-watching, island excursions, sunset cruises, and private charters. Call Sea Landing at 882-0088 to book your trip. We'll see you on the Condor Express. Local fishing at its finest is aboard the Stardust. Day and half day trips on Stardust sport fishing are a family affair. Find out what it's like to view Santa Barbara from the water while you are catching dinner. See whales, dolphins, and Channel Islands up close. Spotless boat and friendly crew are perfect for beginner or expert. Get aboard with Jason Diamond and his crew on Stardust sport fishing, operating at a sea landing in the Santa Barbara Harbor. Lake Kachuma is a California treasure. Bald eagles, deer, egrets, foxes, wild turkeys play on the banks and in the trees. Red ear, bluegill, bass and catfish inhabit the waters. Rainbow trout are planted on a regular basis and easily caught from boat or shore. Lake Kachuma Boat Rentals is a key to a successful day on the lake. Call 805-688-4040 for information. 
tackle, skiff, or pontoon boat rental, call Craig at 688-4040, 20 minutes north of Santa Barbara, Kachuma Boat Rentals for a day to remember. So you're covered in sand up to your waist thanks to the excessive digging of two very ambitious children, and you think, wait, did I lock my Impala back in the parking lot? And normally you'd just sit and stew about it. But you live in a time when an OnStar app lets you control your car from nearly anywhere in your world like it's some extremely remote control car, which it kind of is. So you tap the icon that zaps a signal that says to your car, boop, here's a signal to flip the mechanism that locks the door that sends a signal back to your phone to say, yes, your car is now safely locked. And you gotta wonder about the guy walking by when it happens. He's like, wow. And you're like, wow. And if you slow your brain for just a nanosecond, you realize just how amazing modern technology really is. All because you drive a Chevrolet Impala connected by OnStar. For details, availability, and system limitations, visit OnStar.com. The road stretches for miles in front of you. And with the Ram 1500, you'll be able to reach mile after open mile. It gets a best-in-class 25 miles per gallon highway, so your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge, but by your gauge for achievement. And the Ram 1500 is the first-ever back-to-back Motor Trend Truck of the Year. Guts. Glory. Ram. See your local Ram dealer today for great deals. EPA estimated 25 MPG highway based on V6 4x2. Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. And uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. I think I might have some worms in the backyard. But anyway, actually, you know, Mark, do you still worms use worms for bass? I, I use rubber worms. Uh huh. But what about night crawlers? Well, that's kind no. of yeah. You just kind of let those float, and a bass angler wouldn't, you know, would never do that. It's kind of like so, a, uh, you know, like a fly fisherman. Uh, um, yeah. Here's the. Are we live? Yeah, you're here. Oh, okay, good, good. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> good back. Um, you know, the my mentality on bass fishing is I like artificials. You know, for me, uh, bass fishing is a sport mm-hmm. and a game. Mm-hmm. Um, you could, you know, I guess golf is probably the closest thing to it, except with uh, with fishing, you can't see the hole. <laughs> you just have to guess that yeah. there's a fish there. That's that's um, a good point. But, you know, fishing with live bait is a lot of fun, and I've done it before, but for the most part, I'm using artificial lures. Mm-hmm. Um, and and my, my thought behind it is that I'm trying to fool this fish into thinking what I'm presenting is live. So it's a it's a con for me mm-hmm. it's a constant thinking right. game. Well, okay? it's you know it's like a uh, you know a uh, a purist uh, you know fly fishing person would never even think about even using material that be, can can be construed as uh, bait. And the whole point is is that you create something yourself, um, basically like you said to fool the fish. And yeah. the better you are at it, yeah, then the uh, uh, the the more successful you'll be. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, so, well, you know what? Let's I just... mean, I wouldn't say I'm a purist, mm-hmm. but I, I, I do use, you know, I, 99.9% of the time I'm using artificial lures. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've fished with live bait just a couple of times. I well, really had only, a good time. We've only got a couple of minutes, but let's just give some idea on techniques for different types of artificial bait. Um, you know, to me, you know, I, I, I think I appreciate what you're doing. 
I'm not a very patient angler, so I'm not sure I could, you know, sit there and, and keep throwing that, uh, keep casting it and casting it and casting it. And every once in a while, I'll get a strike that I'd probably lose. But that's a different story. <laughs> but I'm going to say I'm going to say you probably catch a fish for every thousand casts. I, that's what I was going to say. So, I was going to say five hundred. So, if you, so you know, yeah. if you have that mentality going into it from yeah. the beginning, I think it's not so bad. Mm-hmm. You know, if you if you tell the kid he's got to sit in the car for two hours, you know, and then yeah. an hour and a half later he gets out, he's not so he's not you know too upset. Yeah. But, you know, three hours later, then he's kind of like, meh. Yeah. But, um, you know, if you just figure maybe uh, one fish every thousand casts, um, you're going to catch one. If you get one before then, great. You know, if mm-hmm. you don't, then probably was a tough day. Yeah. Um, one you know, plastic worms has, you know, been a mainstay of bass fishing for years and mm-hmm. years and probably one of the easiest ways to, to catch fish. Mm-hmm. Um, I was at Lake Oroville last week, and we caught about 50 fish using plastic worms Whoa. and a variety of different techniques. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a, in bass fishing, there's a whole bunch of techniques. There's, mm-hmm. you know, Texas rig, shaky head, drop shot, Carolina rig, and split shot, and, um, you know, and each one is a whole uh, story in itself. And, you know, really, if you want to learn how to do it and what these different techniques are, um, you need to pick up a copy of my magazine. Yeah, well, I was just going to ask you, you, walk but, it. you know, it's not just casting and reeling it in. There's, there's different ways to do it and different reasons, and, of course, depending on what you're using whether it's going to, you know, you throw it and bring it back or bring it back slow or, or just uh, try and hit them on the head with it. but uh, And, you know, and every every different bait is, is different. You know, you could mm-hmm. take, uh, you know, a Carolina rig, for example, is, uh, you know, basically a weight uh, and a three-foot line and then a worm or a lizard hanging behind. And, you know, you throw that out and just and basically okay. just drag it along. Well, it looks like we're out of here, Mark. We appreciate that. Again, let's go to uh, Facebook, which is Bass Angler Magazine and Fish Talk Radio, uh, and tune in, and we'll see if we can try and make sure that people are aware of your listening, and, and uh, see if you can get some people on it. You did a great job. Thank you, Mark. Oh, thanks. Thanks. It was uh, always a pleasure. You betcha. Okay, you are listening to Fish Talk Radio, and we also have fishtalkradio.com that you want to go visit and listen to us anytime you want. But there's a sign upon your door. Uh-huh. Gone fishing.